Hello, all you wonderful listeners, and welcome back to another episode of the New Artist Spotlight podcast, where we showcase some of the best independent artists from around the world. Now, today's guest, I'm delighted to say, is one of the most exciting bands to have come out of France in the past year or so. They go by the name of Panem, and let's hear what they had to say when they sat down with Plummy. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the New Artist Spotlight Podcast. I am your host, Plummy, and I am uh, pretty pumped about today's guest. Uh, He is the guitarist and does some vocals for the French band Panem, who have had quite the year since releasing their EP, Zeitgeist Absolute Monopoly. Uh, His name is Yassine. Uh, welcome to the show today. How are you doing, Yassine? Hey, uh, I'm I'm doing great. Thanks for having us. How, how is it over there in uh, in France? So what what city are you um, in? I'm in a place called uh, Tours, like a, like like a, like a music tour. That's how you're right. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's in cool. it's yeah it's in the middle of uh, let's say uh, about 250 kilometers southwest of Paris. Very cool. Um, so can you uh, tell us a little bit about uh, yourself and then the, the rest of the band, who the band members are, maybe how you guys formed and when? Yeah. Um, well, there's, uh, there's two guys and two girls, uh, which is great. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're ABBA, you know, from... Uh, I know. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, there's uh, Marie, who's the lead singer. Um, there's Emeline on the bass. Um, Mogan on the drums and myself uh, playing guitar and doing some backing vocals. We met, uh, well, we've known each other for quite quite a long time now, maybe 10 years plus for some of us. We met because, you know, the local scene is, is, is quite, um, yeah, it's, it, there's a lot of stuff going on, even though it's a, a small, a relatively small city around here, but there's loads of musicians and loads of music going on. Um, so we, we met, uh, jamming, you know, jam sessions in, in pubs or, or places. And, um, um, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, well, you know, the next thing, you know, is you're just playing in the same band, uh, because we, we were, uh, um, we were session players, uh, we still are now and then, you know, I mean, not, not this year, obviously, but <laughs> right. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so uh yeah we hooked up that way and um uh we did a few tours together in 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 different bands and and i had this idea for this band for this uh sort of uh whole panem thing um it, it's been on my mind for quite a long time now um but uh for some reason i didn't really you know go ahead with it because i thought well yeah uh i didn't meet the right people there's always something missing um and yeah it 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 clicked with these guys yeah it's got to just kind of feel right i suppose if you uh if you have a certain idea it has to musically musically speaking of course but uh um also on a personal level uh i know everybody says yeah don't mix you know business and friendship and stuff but yeah well it, it is true in uh in certain ways maybe i don't know yeah when i was uh when i when i was a session guy yeah, yeah you, you certainly didn't want to mix up those kind i mean that that kind of stuff especially when you know you're in bands sign bands and doing tours and stuff and there's money going around yeah okay but this is different and we uh well yeah it, it's really helpful um yeah uh, because uh you mean there's no arguments or anything we just, we just agree on everything <laughs> well, that's great <laughs> I wonder if uh, COVID helped with any any bands that were maybe going through a rough patch and then the the forced uh, separation or you know hiatus people had to take if that, if that helped with anybody. Be I don't know. I don't know. It didn't help us. <laughs> no, not not if you guys are agreeing with everything. No, um, but that that doesn't make sense that you guys are all session players because uh, your sound is your sound is very very tight. Um, how how would you describe? 
Pan Am sound and who are maybe some of your guys' influences or your influences, if you can only speak for yourself? Well, that's a tricky one. I mean, not a tricky one. It's a long one. Okay. I got time. <laughs> yeah. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess well, it is. Influences. The thing is, it's, um, I don't know what, what we sound like. I don't know. Um, and to, to tell you the truth, it doesn't really matter. Um, because um, there's so many things that... Okay, I'm the one who actually writes most of the stuff. Uh, but the, uh, what the guys pour into the songs is at least as important. Um, even though uh, some of the songs I will produce, um, yeah, the, you know, like ex almost not final, but I mean, really elaborate versions, not just rough demos. Uh, and and yet they will sound completely different um, when when we play them and when when they're played by the guys, which is really uber important because it means that they are actually influencing the way the band sounds. Just by playing the songs, um, Mogan. I'll 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 start with Mogan, the the drummer. He's not a rock drummer, at all. No, uh, I think I could kind of tell that listening yeah, through the. You can tell that, but then the sound he has, in my opinion, well, it's unique. He grew up listening to anything jazz. Um, he'd go to gigs with his dad from a very very young age because his 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 dad is this music freak, listens to shitloads of stuff. And we actually went to the same because he, he's he's a bit younger than me, and yeah, we were at this same little tiny gig with forty people in there. I didn't know he was there, but 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 we did talk about it recently. Um, I can't remember what the band was. In this little jazz club, fifty forty people, I can't remember, and he was there. But it was, I mean, uh, you and he was thirteen years old or something, and I was thinking, what the hell were you doing in that gig? I mean, it was a grown up gig. <laughs> And so yeah, and all of that um, <laughs> makes him the the drummer he is today, you know. And that sound I love, I uh, because it's not your typical rock thing with a you know twenty eight inch bass drum and uh, uh, so yeah, and and the other ones, Emmeline, the the bass player, she's into. She started off, I think. What what brought her to the bass is. A Red Hot Chili Peppers song. I can't remember which one it is, but it's one of those. Uh, but um, she's right now she's releasing videos of funk stuff, Earth, Wind and Fire, uh, Prince, all that kind of stuff. And, and and what she's doing in the band is not exactly that. But there is that influence, you know, in the background. The singer Marie, she's well, she's she was nothing like rock before. She was into gospel, rhythm and blues. Um, we met in a, in a school where I was te teaching. So she was my student at, at, at not, not vocal. I mean, I, I didn't teach singing or anything, but in a workshop, musicianship kind of thing. Wow. Yeah. Um, the, so there's this, this, uh, this girl that comes in with a crazy voice and I'm thinking, hold on, uh, who are you? Uh, where were you? Where have you been hiding all these, you know, all this time? And uh, and I thought she had. Um, I thought, okay, yeah. Uh, so you're into that kind of stuff. Let's do an Iron Maiden song. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, she she looked daggers at me, and she's 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 like, are, are you are you serious? I said, yeah, I am. <laughs> um, yeah, there you go. And so uh, I think I got her into that, and she kind of fell in love with Bruce Dickinson. Uh, which isn't a bad thing. It can't be a bad thing. Um, and yeah, and then she went on to, you know, um, to uh, uh, singers like uh, Miles Kennedy, um, still keeping her gospel, rhythm and blues, whatever you want. So it's, you know, it's uh, it's just, we're, we're not really, um, yeah, genre-minded. Mind and as for me, oh man, I... I'm originally from Algeria. I was born there, so uh, but I grew up in London. From a, uh, I think I was four years old when I got to London in the eighties, 
So, uh, yeah, uh, obviously what was happening, musically speaking, at that time in England got to me. Obviously, I mean, it's, you know, even though I, I, I maybe I wasn't listening to stuff on a conscious level, but it did have a, a, a kind of an influence. And then later on, um, well, yeah, I got into Iron Maiden and that was, that's what started the whole rocky thing heavier thing because I, I was flabbergasted with the guitars on one particular album. But then I, I'd moved on to, to loads of other things. Um, yeah. Any, anything that, you know, anything that's, that has a cool vibe to it, I'll listen to and play or whatever. Very cool. Yeah. Wow. That's uh that's pretty incredible. You got some, some funk bass jazz drums and <laughs> uh, rock guitar and then gospel singing all coming together for you. That's uh, pretty incredible. I don't know. Yeah, that's who we are. I don't know if all that, uh, maybe, you know, I mean, those all those little things, maybe you'll find hints here and there. Uh, I don't know if they're obvious. I, I, I don't know. Um, and Right. But what I do know is that this is exactly the way I want things to sound. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> well, it, it, it does sound incredible. Um, you guys are all incredibly incredibly talented musicians uh, it's, it's easy to tell just you know right away <laughs> throw it on the uh, title track and you yeah, pick that up immediately and I, I really like the uh the drums too uh yeah. is that mogan you said mogan. it's like name? morgan without the r okay okay yeah and yeah, he's a powerhouse so like i mentioned at the beginning uh, you had quite uh, a year since well i guess it, it's only been maybe six seven months since you uh released the the EP, but you've got uh, some incredible press from that. Uh, it, the English blog Indie Top 39, uh, they ranked your title track, Zeitgeist Absolute Monopoly, fifth out of their best 99 songs of 2020, which is amazing. Uh, con congrats on that. But the, yeah. the really super exciting achievement, uh, at least in my eyes, is probably winning Music Waves album of the year, even beating out bands like Blue Oyster Cult. Uh, how how crazy and exciting was that for you guys? And did you did you guys ever expect to have like this kind of feedback? No, no, no way. I mean, it doesn't make sense, really. You know, honestly, it does not make sense. Blue Oyster Cult. <laughs> no. Can you imagine that? I mean, yeah. um, well, we, we we weren't expecting any of this. Um, I'll tell you that honestly. You know, because. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, in, Indie Top, Indie Top um, was really great. Um, that the response and the, the the support we got from them was really uh, heartwarming, really, because uh, it's um, this guy called Dov, um, yeah, who's based in London, and uh, yeah, it's the title track. Um, that was the first single we we released, and uh, yeah, he he loved that song. Um, it's funny because. Um, He's not exactly in, I mean, it's not, you know, if you listen to the rest of the, of the, of the album, there's, there's a bit of, uh, there's a bit of heavier stuff going on and some lighter stuff going on as well. But it was this particular song that got to him. I mean, uh, and, and yeah, um, when I got the news, I mean, can you imagine that? And, and you know, with the quality of, of stuff that's been released every single day, I was thinking, no way, man. I mean, no, no, it's, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, even though we do have a little bit of experience now, um, I'm still 14 years old when I get a review. You know? <laughs> it's absolutely <laughs> I, giddy. Yeah. Um, uh, um, so, yeah, Indie Top were really, really helpful. Um, and uh, you know what? I'll tell you what. It was the first review we got. And uh, I didn't know. Uh, this is the first release we... Um, as as uh, as as a band, as like this band, and this is the first thing we released in the the in this era kind of thing, you know, digital stuff and and so uh, yeah, it's you it, you're kind of walking in the dark when you do that kind of stuff. Um, so uh, yeah, um, that response was really cool because it it boosted the morale kind of thing. On the Music Waves thing, well, it all started with a review uh, of the EP, a nice review as well. Um, 
It's on our website, but I think I put the translated, the auto-translated version on, on the website. The French one is better. I mean, the, the, it was written in French. Um, sure. And then, yeah, they decided, but we didn't know, actually. They didn't tell us anything about that. They decided to, uh, I think they had a, uh, a poll or something, but uh, the editorial staff poll thing, but then it was, they mixed every single album that was released in 220 including all those uh you know little unknown bands such as um yeah pain of salvation uh acdc um, uh, or a blue oyster cult yeah it's their it's their debut release <laughs> and we're, and we're in there um because I think we ended up with seven points or something. So, uh, and then they they said, oh, so that was cool. You know, I was thinking, wow, okay, uh, well, that's that's great. And then they went on and uh, decided to have a reader's poll based on whoever, I mean, the list was whoever made it to their top 60 or something. And yeah, and the next thing you know, you're, you're checking on Facebook and this guy says, hey, um, did you see this post? Um, you guys are in the semi-finals <laughs> against i mean against yeah well i don't like that term but with uh with the blue oyster cult and so yeah and and so eventually we um we won it's so cool yeah i think you said uh or one of one of you guys said uh when you won that music you you guys don't view music as a competition which i think is you know no we yeah we don't so it's um if if you know it's that kind of poll thing and stuff yeah it's uh it doesn't really matter isn't doesn't it it's um it's the, uh, maybe there's prestige in it maybe there's uh i don't know um it is satisfying i mean it's there is that kind of ego thing right from a from well, a human standpoint it is nice to be yeah, acknowledged yeah. like that obviously you have to be happy but then it's votes and you know how it is with votes and music is subjective so uh, I don't know of anything more subjective than music, actually. Right. You can't, you can't, you know, and then, you know, and fans going on um, via comments saying, oh, no, that one's better than that one. Yeah, you can't say that this album is better than that one. It just doesn't make sense. And, right. Go to, a, go to a YouTube video of the top 10 guitarists of all time and then look at the uh, comments there. No, I know, but that's a different thing. You want, you want, <laughs> you want those comments because it's going to push your video, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, yeah, well, yeah, very true. <laughs> but really, yeah, I mean, it's... Um, in the end, yeah, the thing is, uh, yeah, we ended up, the finals was, was between us and another indie uh, self-produced band from France, actually. Um, so, well, yeah, that's a, yeah, that was a cool thing. It was really nice because looking back, you're thinking, okay, this album started off like this, like nowhere in a room, and then here it is. So, so yeah, it definitely, definitely is a good thing, and we're really happy about that, even though, well... We're still keeping, you know, I don't know how, what, what the English expression is, but I mean, we're still keeping uh, cold, we're staying, keeping cold headed or whatever you, how you'd say that. I mean, you know, it doesn't, we're not, we're not, we're still keeping our feet to the, on the floor. Okay. Staying humble, staying grounded. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, um, we're going to listen to uh, the title track, Zeitgeist Absolute Monopoly here in a, in a little bit, but uh, can you tell us a little bit about the inspiration maybe for that song or the the general themes of the ep sure um zeitgeist absolutely well zeitgeist is um a german word that we, i think it yeah it, it came up uh in the 19th century probably um uh, you know german philosophers it it means uh uh how can i say this it's uh you can, you can feel the preparedness of this whole thing. <laughs> it's uh, my fault. No, no, not at all. It's it's um, it's it's a term that describes the general spirit or mood of you know, the defining spirit or mood of a of of a, a particular time in history. Um, so, I I like titles in general. You know, I'll I'll very often when I'm thinking about a song or I'm just laying down guitar tracks 
um, I've already got some sort of title because I think it sounds good. I don't even have any lyrics and sometimes not even a, a general theme. Um, and Zeitgeist, I like the word. Now, this one happened really a bit like magic because it was written and the, well, yeah, the rough demo, not, not really rough, actually. The demo was done overnight. Um, I don't know, I was just sitting there, the guitar thingy was uh, going on and I looped it and uh, it just it just came came in, you know, everything, melody, lyrics and stuff. When, well, when that happens, you want to press record. Uh, it doesn't happen every day. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, it wasn't even planned, actually. The EP was almost finished. Um, and uh, yeah, so I got this idea. I, I thought, yeah, okay, I'll record it so I don't forget it. And then, and then we had other stuff going on, um, and we met at a rehearsal. Um, and I didn't even play the song to them, <laughs> you know, um, because we were we were busy planning for something else, and we were, yeah, we didn't have that much that much time, so we were rehearsing other stuff. And um, and I think it was Marie who said. Uh, Hey, why don't did, why don't you play them that song? And uh, I thought, what song are you talking about? Now we got we got other things to do, and uh, so I played it. And Mogan said, "Stop!" Oh yeah, I stopped the song. I think I stopped the song because I was thinking they don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> just stopped, and he looked at me like that and he says, "What are you doing?" I says, "Well, I don't know. It's just just you got the idea." And, and no, 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 play it again. And so they they sort of coerced me into playing it. Um, at the next gig, actually, and I and I was thinking, no way. I mean, it's not ready. It's it's, it's not it's not. Yeah, well, and it was yeah. The pressure was really really. <laughs> they said, all right, we're not we're not playing any other song. Um, if you're not willing to do this one, so yeah, um, and it made its way to being the to becoming the the title track of the album, which is cool. Um, and um, yeah, what is it about? It's about I don't know. It's an allegory. It could have multiple meanings, maybe resonances. I don't know. I was I was thinking I was having thoughts at the time about it's all about domination. Uh, hence the word monopoly that I use, because it can be I don't know uh, data gathering. We don't know where that's going. Well, it's a bit dystopian maybe, but that was it was yeah part of the things that I was I was thinking about and uh, and the other part is that yeah we know this because we're informed uh, we've never been as informed as this I think and yet we still fall, fall into the trap that's what that's the idea that we tried right. to, to convey in the video yeah it's kind of like uh, I, I laugh sometimes when you know the there's a anti vaccine for instance uh sentiment that the some people think they they implant trackers maybe into you through the vaccine and then they well where do you find that out well i did did the research on my phone here that sits in my pocket and tracks me tracks you exactly <laughs> you get what, I, what i'm saying yeah yeah it's it's yeah. it's weird um it's it's really really weird because it's, it's it's not about conspiracy it's about something that's happening before your very eyes um and you know that and yet follow stupid paths, exactly what you're saying right now. Um, but, you know, we're not, it's just an observation. It's, it's, it's not a protest song or anything, you know, I'm not into that. We're not into that. It may be, you know, if, 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 if it, maybe it can spark something, I don't know, thinking, or it's an eye-opener, I don't know. And uh, in that case, cool, but otherwise it's still a song. You know, once you have the idea and... Um, and you write that's it then 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 the song just lives its own life <laughs> and it's open to any interpretation that 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 may come from it i'm not going to say no this is what i meant because i don't even know what i meant <laughs> yeah but then yeah obviously it's not it's not really uh, light hearted or anything the whole ep is kind of it's not dark it's just there's a bit of it's a bit meaningful there's there's yeah other themes in there, maybe, uh, yeah, The Empty Man. There's a song called The Empty Man, which was quite a long yep. time ago, the lyrics at least. And yeah, it was uh, that one's about the possibility of uh, what would happen if there'd be a new dictatorship or a new, you know, 
totalitarian totalitarianism that's the that's the way you say it. there you go yeah yeah, yeah i think that's the uh, closer track on there right yeah it's the it's the it's the last track what would happen how would you react it's just you know it's asking questions and the next thing you know um trump happens so yeah how close are we to that i don't know so ap appropriate timing for <laughs> yeah well that was planned you know i didn't get a call from anybody saying hey um, get your shit ready for 220 because this is. <laughs> no. No. Uh, but then there's different stuff as well. There's um, something I don't know is, uh, yeah, that's different. It's about missed opportunities, you know, in, in, in life. I mean, um, brief pretender is more about harassment. Yeah. The me too thing. I do like all your, uh, your titles on there too. Thank you. Thank you. That's yeah. I appreciate that because uh, as I said, the, I think a, a title is important and it's not just, yeah. it doesn't have to be, you know, it's just not just the first words of the chorus or something. No, it has to be meaningful right. as well. Um, I love I, the, I the title is not in the lyrics. I, 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 I like that too. <laughs> you know? I, really, I really do. And it's kind of like, you know, almost like an album cover too, where a title can draw you in. Exactly. It's at least as important as right. anything else. See, so, yeah, the first thing you see. Exactly. So, well, uh, like I said, we're gonna listen to Zeitgeist, Absolute Monopoly here. Um, I uh, personally really love the guitar parts in this, uh, the harmonies, oh, yeah. and and the vocal harmonies and everything. But uh, yeah, so let's give it a spin here. Yeah. 
so I uh I love the the whole sound on the album the like the the audio engineering point uh do, do you do that yourself or do you have it uh hired oh, no, out? we did we did that in a studio um well wow. it's we it's a family thing this a family i mean is that we're not related to them but uh yeah we've known each other for ages with um this guy called thierry um who's got who's got his his studio um not very far from here and we've recorded uh, I've recorded there with uh, some other bands, um, Mogan as well and Emeline as well, I think. Um, so it was clear that we had to take the um, this project over there, and he liked it, and uh, and so and he did. Uh, he I think he did a great job. But you know, being in a studio is intimate, so you, you have to get along with the guy that's behind the desk. Sure. I mean, that's how we feel about it. Um, so. And it's you know I mean it's uh, yeah the joy of being self-produced man you can go wherever you want there's um, um, nobody from, from from I don't know what, what company or label is going to say hey you got to work with that guy uh, yeah what if I don't want to because right you know completely change your song into this by the way yeah or maybe change your song or just you don't feel it I mean I can't record anything if uh, if if I'm not feeling the the the, the people. Uh, I'm working with so some well quite a lot of the guitars the guitar parts I did uh, in my home studio um, I can handle that um, but the rest I can't so um, yeah we did it the old-fashioned way um, in uh, yeah in 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 the studio and it wasn't really long actually I think uh, I can't remember how long we spent uh, I mean, how much time we spent in the studio, but it, it wasn't, maybe it was two or three sessions and that's it. But yeah, he brought in his ideas, Thierry, um, he, but in a very subtle way, you know, just sound, really producing uh, sound-wise. Um, not not anything about about how it was, about, about arrangements or anything, but I mean, we would, we would have welcomed them, but he didn't really get involved into that. So maybe he thought it was okay as it was. And of course, there's loads of ideas that came um, as as we were recording them, well, that's fun. I, I've never I've never been into uh, an actual real studio, but hopefully hopefully someday. Of course, so I'm je I'm jealous of you guys. <laughs> um, so that uh, so that whole thing got recorded in 2020. I'm guessing yeah. the in a couple sessions. Uh, do you have what are what are your guys's musical plans now for 2021? Have you been able to get together at all? And we have. Rec we did a, a um, artist residency thing for four, three or four days in a venue uh, around here, a nice venue too. Like they're supposed to be working, there's no gigs or anything, so what they do is they just open the, the place and make it available for, um, for bands uh, to rehearse or to get things ready on a real stage. So it was quite weird. I'll tell you what, it was it was a hard experience for me because um, it was like I, I went back onto that stage and I was thinking, Jesus, I don't know how to play guitar anymore. This whole thing, really, it's just, wow. I was thinking, man, I can't handle volume. I can't handle anything. <laughs> I can't handle myself. What the hell is going on? So it was, uh, yeah, it was a bit weird. So we did that. We did record the whole thing. Um, and uh, we're um, preparing to release some acoustic stuff i can't tell you anything more because it's not really <laughs> precise yet but we are heading back to the studio to do some acoustic things it's a big experiment actually that we want to do it's not it's not a, a marketing or business thing it was like okay well, what are we going to do now let's let's go acoustic not at all it's an experiment because we we want to try an old-fashioned recording technique and see if it works with this band and from the yeah, the results that we got because we did some pre-production on it. It, I think, it will sound really, really great. Really, some old-fashioned. I've already said too much. <laughs> now, uh, that's one thing, and then uh, we're waiting for the vinyls to come in as well. The, the limited edition. Thing. Oh, sweet! Yeah, we got the CDs. Uh, the the actual vinyls are on the way. There's a single as well that we're going to release sometime i'd say i'd say maybe september october 221 i don't know um it's a, a new single that we're gonna we've already worked on on recording we did a session a bass and drum session in paris um 
and uh, yeah, we're going to go back to Thierry's place, and we're going to try to get back to touring. That's what we want. It's that's the whole. You know, you can release stuff. You can do. A lot of people said hey, you guys are crazy to keep. You know, keep on schedule and and release a, an actual album uh, in 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 the middle of this mayhem. Yeah, maybe. If you're not, I mean. You have to do it, man, because it it keeps us sane in a way. You know, I think it <laughs> right. it keeps you going on some sort of schedule. If I'm going to postpone everything, then there's gonna, I mean, there's nothing left really. So uh, yeah, and uh, so we we've released this thing. We're not frustrated about not being able to, you know, just to to tour to support it. Not because we've got something that's not because we release something. We are frustrated because we just can't play. Right, album or no, or, or no album. So hopefully, hopefully we'll get back to uh, uh, to doing some live stuff. Um, I I just don't know. I don't know. It, it's those. It's it, it's it's weird because. Okay, what are you going to do? Uh, are you going to actually uh, go on a on an emailing campaign thing, a booking spree? I have too too much respect for the people who are actually struggling. I mean, you know, the venues, private ones, little yeah. ones. You know, not I'm not talking about the big ones. Maybe you know, bars or um, they're probably struggling and probably figuring out if whether they're going to survive or not. Actually, so I'm kind of shy. Am I going to send them an email or not? You know, <laughs> um, maybe people are going to hear what I'm saying probably going to think this guy is shouldn't be in this business at all because <laughs> of course you want to go and email no. them do it now um but i i i don't know um i just don't know i'll see what happens we'll see what happens yeah, i feel like we're kind of on the the cusp of the i feel like we can see the end of the pandemic now at least maybe here in the states they're doing a lot of vaccines and stuff and i i can't wait to get back to live music of course yeah yeah it's not looking like that over here no, not really. No, because we've we're locked down again for four weeks. Oh, geez. Yeah, we don't do this. We always do the opposite um, compared to the rest of the world. You know, that's how that's the French. <laughs> oh man, I'm just joking. Cool. No, but you know, I mean, yeah, the 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 UK was on on on. They were locked down for for all during all this, you know, early twenty twenty one, and we weren't. It was a different strategy. So now. Uh, yeah, hospitals are getting a bit overwhelmed, so we're we're back into something that's not as tight as it was before. But still, I don't know. Yeah, probably the end of the there's light at the end of the tunnel. But I saw this meme on Facebook earlier on, and it was the light that you see at the end of the tunnel is actually a train. <laughs> <laughs> that's appropriate. Yeah. So yeah, so obviously, yeah, it will end at some point. But man, and we're. We're full-time musicians, so it's taken a toll, really. Yeah, uh, I think when uh, when people look back at the the zeitgeist of this 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 period of time, it won't be. Look at that! Uh, oh yeah, the zeitgeist. Yeah, see, I'm I'm, lear I'm learning new words and learning how to use them in conversation. Fantastic! <laughs> All thanks to you. Oh no 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 no! Don't thank me. <laughs> thank the dictionary. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> And the uh, German philosophers. Yeah, them. Well, uh, that's about all the time we have uh, for for today's episode. But it's been an absolute joy and pleasure chatting with you, Yasin. Um, before before we sign off here, do uh, do you want to let us know how to follow Panem on all social media, uh, YouTube and all that stuff? Well, uh, yeah. Um, before that, thanks again for having us. It was really, really great to be here. Oh, my pleasure. Yeah, you can follow us on 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 social media. The handle is at Panem Rocks, P A N E M, and Rocks like on the rocks. Not not with an X, C K. Yes, yeah, exactly. And yeah, that's where you can follow us, and obviously on Spotify and and, and streaming services. Um, just dial in Pan M and you'll find us. Cool, cool. Oh, I did want to ask real quick. What look through the band members, all the names. No one's no one's last name or first name was Pan M. What does Pan M mean? Um, it it's it means bread in Latin. 
Interesting. It, because it comes from the uh, expression, the Latin expression, um, panem et circenses, which means bread and, and circuses, bread and game. <laughs> you know, uh, and it was, uh, it's a kind of expression that uh, sort of denounces uh, the, the Roman emperors. Um, there's a word for that, but I can't remember it. Basically, they were given out like Nero, uh, I think Nero was known for that, um, giving out food, bread, and staging these huge games, uh, um, uh, gladiators, and, and so on, uh, just to uh, sort of calm any social revolt thing going on. Um, you know, it's sort of buying the, the, the buying, not their silence, but and hey, that's weird. That's what's going on today. <laughs> Still going on. If you look at yep. sports, for example, I know you're big into into baseball. Yeah. You know, yeah. well, okay, obviously we don't really have baseball over here, but we have football, soccer, and the, and the, well, you, of course, you, you can be a sports lover. The the essence of the sport, yes, but then if you look at it. Uh, I'm, I'm a big football fan. I play football, but then I'm absolutely appalled at what it's become. And you can you could actually consider that as being, uh, yeah, they're gladiators, man. They're paid stupid fortunes to kick a ball, all right. And uh, but then I mean, look look at the the, the the look at what it's become. There's it's not it's not it's just. Yeah, it's just a huge show. And uh, yeah, so there's a parallel going on there. And that's well. And obviously, uh, we wanted, to, I, I wanted to use the whole expression as a band name, but it was just impossible to say. So uh, we cut it short and we thought, yeah, Panem's nice. It means bread. Cool. <laughs> it is nice. But now, now we know the story too, which is yeah. always, always exactly. fun. <laughs> but yeah, I do agree. It's ridiculous how much money, it, like billions, billions. Yeah, yeah. It's it's stupid. And of course, any capitalist, any any good capitalist is going to explain that hey, it generates money, loads of money, and so uh, yeah, they're 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 getting their share and they're getting paid because they're the main actors of that sport and they generate that money. Yeah, no, no, they shouldn't. It shouldn't generate that crazy amount of money it's just they should be on the pitch and and just just play you know um and uh man having billions of people watch that on tv eating popcorn that's not sport uh, there there is a player that a baseball player that every time i don't know how familiar you are with baseball but every time he stepped up for an at-bat he he made as much as my yearly salary just in, in one yeah. he had you know three four at-bats a game so to put wow. to put that into perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. You so, you said it all. Well, uh, yeah. Well, thank you for sharing uh, the story of the band, and uh, congratulations to you guys and all the the success you've had so far, and uh, hopefully a ton a ton more. Hopefully, well, thank you, thank you very much again. And I, and I I can't wait to hear the acoustic stuff you do. I'll let you know. Maybe maybe you should uh, get some get some video of you guys recording it too with uh, your old recording techniques. Mm, yeah, well, maybe that's in the works as well. <laughs> so, I'm excited now. <laughs> All right. All right. Once again, thank you to Yassine for coming on the show today and sharing the wonderful story about uh, you and your band Pan Am it was really great to, to hear all that uh, hopefully sometime we can have the whole crew on and chat I think that would be a lot of fun and uh, everyone listening absolutely do go check out the rest of their EP Zeitgeist uh, Absolute Monopoly because uh, you heard the, the title track and the rest of it is uh, just as fantastic I can promise you that um, we'll move right along and wrap up the show here. We don't have much for announcements with the holiday weekend uh, and uh, everything else going on. Uh, so we will wrap up here. I'll just remind everybody to please go to newartistspotlight.org. Check out all the latest content we've put out there. That includes, of course, 
10 question interviews with artists from around the world, uh, the always fun to read Connolly Corner reviews, and of course, you know, the AMAs, uh, our Saturday blog posts, all that great stuff. That's uh, newartistspotlight.org, and be sure to follow us on social media anywhere you can. And with that, Maya and I will wrap things up with the always fun top 20. All right, kicking things off at number 20, it is Tom Duggan with Bittersweet. At rank 19, we've got Follow the Light by Chris. At the 18th spot, it is The Wizard, Sovereign, with his song Dungeon. At rank 17, we've got Extraordinary by Marble Waves. At number 16, JHM's latest single, Undone. At rank 15, we've got Bounce by Mr. Odzo. At number 14, Death by Elephant, 21st Century, Saraband. At rank 13, we have Icarus by Peyton McCarthy. At number 12, Charles Connolly and his very fun and very funky birthday song. Rank 11, C's Sabe Tayong Tatanda, I hope I'm saying that right, by Sean Al. Halfway through and starting the top 10 now is Patrick McCarthy with Heartbeat. At rank 9, we've got Groundhog May by Amori Lauren Bernier. At number 8, it is Oracao de Inverno by Pancham B. At rank 7, we've got School of Knox by Crimson Discord. At number 6, Win Arciaga with Ui Na. At rank 5, we've got Panties by Skinny Dippers. At number 4, The Seductive tonight by elian melody at rank three we've got something to give by rod fritz at number two it is our guest on today's show pan am with their song zeitgeist absolute monopoly and finally the top spot goes to stop by our very own plummy congratulations to everybody who made it on this week's top 20 uh, as a reminder, you can check out all of the new artist spotlight playlists on Spotify and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at NAS underscore spotlight and on Facebook at facebook.com slash NASFANZ. And be sure to check out our website, newartistspotlight.org. Thank you so, so much for tuning in today and we hope to have you here next time once again. Let's end with Plummy's Stop. Spin.